This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Hey! It is Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Oscars last night, uh, big show, and uh, it's been called the greatest show ever uh, in some reports I've seen. The greatest Oscar presentation ever. What? Yeah. I, I didn't read the story. They couldn't even get the freaking awards right. I know. Not to mention the dead people. They also got uh, one of, we didn't talk about this on the radio show. Do I have this here? Yes. Oh, yeah, the yeah, memoriam it's segment. It's here. Because um, we'll get to the main thing in a second, but in the memoriam, memoriam segment of the awards, uh, tribute to Janet Patterson was was awesome. Australian costume and production yeah. designer. Um, Patterson's most notable work was the piano, Peter Pan, Far From the Maddening Crowd. She'd been nominated for four Oscars in her lifetime. She died in, in October 2016. There she is. We Unfortunately, the uh, photos they used was uh, Jan Chapman, uh, an Australian film producer who is uh, very much alive. So oh, right, that's... right name, wrong picture. Okay. Oh, that's not Janet. Patterson. <laughs> right, that's very sad. Uh, okay. She's actually alive. Now, do you come back next year and does Janet get her picture on the Oscars? Even though it wasn't this I mean, why year. Why not, right? I mean, they screwed her over. I think why she not? should get her picture up there. Because, no, I mean, you know, look, it's going to be it's going to be a, a famous, uh, you know, that's really the most recognition you'll ever get as a costume designer. That's pretty, right. right. Mm-hmm. That was I mean, a pretty good tribute. They joked uh, about that with the technical awards, um, which was actually a really funny part of that show. Did you see the technical awards presentation? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. It was with um, Leslie Mann and... Um, Guy from some movie I've seen, and uh, yeah, both of them, <laughs> he was really good. I, I love him. Guy from some movie. You've right? Seen. They're very he's funny, really basically good. joking about how they do the technical awards on another night because no one cares about them. Right. Um, but like they're and like they just give you the list on. They just kind of give you the list, but they do like a little like montage of the awards and stuff. It was actually mm-hmm. pretty funny. Um, but so uh, you know, this is your big moment. Mm-hmm. Your big moment comes in death if you're a costume designer. <laughs> that was, se- was a good segment last night. You should too. get your freaking picture. Yeah, on they should have a yes, right. So then they screwed up the biggest award of the night for best picture. They announce, all right, La La Land. Congratulations, La La Land. People come up, accept the award. He's got the Oscar in his hand. He's made a mistake. And then they start saying, hey, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We screwed up. That's not that's not who won. Um, So and not not uh, Warren Beatty's fault, by the way. Uh, At least it doesn't seem to be. Or Faye Dunaway's. 
unless they're just unless they're saying yeah, they're doing their best to shield them. I mean, he looked like he was. Yes, uh, he was legitimately upset. And he, he was, was like, confused. Yeah, we were I mean, wrong. honestly, when it happened, I thought, why do they give this to people who? I, I mean, to be frank about my internal feelings at the time, why do they give this to people who are not all there? Whoa! Because it didn't whoa. seem like he was there. But now there's an, ex- mm. an an understandable excuse. But it seemed like he didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He was looking at it, and it was, it was almost like he couldn't read or didn't know where he was. But the reason was he was in the middle of a giant controversy and had no way to tell anyone. I mean, it was an, actually an incredible moment. I mean, he handled it, I guess, pretty he well. Was probably because tr- he said what he what he was handed was uh, the award for La La Land for Stone. Best Actress Emma Stone. With Emma Stone yeah. So he's probably trying to think, uh, figure out, okay, is this Emma Stone's and they gave it to me by mistake, or do they mean La La Land won right. the Best Picture? I mean, I, I, that'd be a legitimate and a, thing it, to figure out. Yeah, and apparently what happened was Faye Dunaway saw La La Land and just kind of blurted it out. Um, so that's, she was like, ah, it's La La Land. So um, it's interesting because I think the right thing to do in that moment is to say, uh, guys, I Hold hate on. to pause here for a second, but I, I want to make sure mm-hmm. I have the right card. Can I have a mm-hmm. representative come up here and look at this before I actually yeah. say it? Because I don't want to screw anybody over. Stopped. And that would have still been an amazing moment. Still, though. But, I mean, you know, I, they, they just didn't do it that way. So they get up there. They get the – I mean, we can't show you any of the footage because of the stupid Oscars. I, the Oscars are, like, the hardest uh, in – all of entertainment. Which is unbelievable, by the of way. Of not letting you show footage of it. They will not let you do it. Um, they are very... It's funny, I, I, about after, after this happened, I was like, did they plant this, the wrong card, have this big moment, and then this is going to be the big thing. This is the year they're going to enforce and sue everybody. Everybody who plays it and see mm-hmm. what happens. Um, but uh, they won't even let us attempt it here. So the guy who won La La Land just uh, said, okay, I'm not joking. It was, it was really Moonlight. Moonlight won. And so he gladly he said he's proud he, to present. He the was very. They were very. They were, cool yeah, about it. Yeah. Um, which really I guess gracious. you have to be when you're on national really television. Gracious. If you look like a a pouty uh, four year old, it's gonna be you know it's not gonna, it's not gonna be a good look. But they actually handled it really well. I mm-hmm. thought so. Yeah. Um, I would not have. Uh, I would have been like, screw you. I'm keeping. I'd run. And you bolt out the back door. <laughs> <laughs> screw you guys. Look, this one was given to me. Now, Moonlight, they say you won. Get up here, but you're not taking Get this your bad own. boy. I think it takes six months to make them. Good luck. <laughs> I think that's what, and that's one of the things that Kimmel said, too, right, was to give everybody a – can't they all have them? Or I, can't we just have a bunch of them? And again, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, you, you guess – party thinks that that should be the way to Absolutely. handle it. Absolutely. Like it sure does. You embarrass these people on <laughs> television. However, no. I mean, there's one award winner. You don't yeah. get an award. You don't get a participation no. trophy. Not in the Oscars, of that's course. The, that's That'd be the place to do partic- it, though, if you're going to do it. Right, just a participation trophy. I mean, that's a screw up here, just take it and get out of here. Yeah. It's like I always feel like, you know, when they screw up at, like, casinos and you get, like, $100,000 out of the machine. Right. That's yours. That's yours to keep. You're done. Right. Amen, Stu. Amen. I hate to agree with you. I, my God, do I hate to agree with him. But you're right. <laughs> Now I feel like I've done something wrong because if Jeffy's agreeing with me. Okay, I have now reversed my opinion on that. If you get $100,000 out of a machine, you should never do it. You are so wrong. My God, I hate you so much. It feels a lot better. It feels a lot better now. Uh, Okay, what what was the deal? I didn't see the Nicole Kidman controversy. Apparently she claps Uh, incorrectly or inappropriately. People are saying she claps like the Grinch. uh, What is it? Look at her hands. Oh, okay. Yeah, she does. (laughs) First of all, how'd they get bent like that? I know. (laughs) <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, 
She does clap like the That's Grinch. a plastic surgery does I mean, for I you. guess if you catch it at the right time, if, yeah. if this was in like Maybe. slow motion and you're copying really hard. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> ah, it's like flippers. It's a weird, it's a weird moment. And that's obviously uh, Keith Urban next to her, next to her right? Yeah, her husband. Yeah. And uh, has a country star gone all like rapper on us? He's got earrings. Since when did country stars start doing earrings? Seems a long time ago, Grandpa. inherently wrong with that. Long time ago, Grandpa. Look at that! It's, uh, Look at that! Well, because country, yeah, country is kind of, you see, pushing back on the, some of those, holding those traditional lines a little bit more typically, but I would say that that's not a new no. thing at all. No, I Keith. don't know. Stop but, it. And that's a handsome feet, uh, seat filler behind <laughs> Nicole, too. A handsome, <laughs> a handsome seat filler? Handsome seat filler. Oh. <laughs> is it? It's probably some huge star. Nobody know. knows who he is. <laughs> really? Just a seat filler. Nobody knows him? I, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But he is handsome. <laughs> you see what I mean? He's yeah. a good-looking dude. Yeah. Oh, he's standing. I feel like if you're a seat filler, you're not necessarily standing up. I don't know. It feels like you only stand up when everyone else stands up. And she is really mm-hmm. just Nicole there. Everyone else seems to be sitting down. Um, but uh, so, I mean, I, I saw, um, speaking of movies, I saw John Wick 2 this weekend. Oh, you did? I did go see it, yeah. And? It was all right. You know, it was, uh, it's got 90, 90%. From, from Rotten Tomatoes. From critics? From critics. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, well, this has got to be good. And it really, eh, it was okay. I mean, we kind of talked about wow. Keanu Reeves last week mm-hmm. um, because of this. And, and we were talking about, we got into a conversation about how, um, you know, every celebrity in Hollywood makes these gun movies and they're, they're all anti-gun. Gun. Yeah. And, and we were like, I've never heard Keanu Reeves speak out about this. A bunch <laughs> of people, after we talked about this, sent us this video. This is video from him. I guess he is a pro-gun guy. Now, he's not necessarily a conservative, per se, but he ju- he does like guns. This is him doing the, uh, the what is this called, the three-gun training? The three-gun, I don't know anything about guns. I obviously am not a gun guy at all. Um, but he was doing this, and this looked pretty badass to me, so I figured we'd show it to you. Am I... Mm. Look, it looks like fun. Yeah, it does look like fun, and it looks. He did a pretty good job too. Yeah. I mean, that's either he really likes guns, or he is really diving into these roles. Because this is essentially what every scene in John Wick Two looks like. <laughs> that's basically that. Kind of he just saw the movie, except it's it, there's a lot of blood attached. He has to, to be people. comfortable with the with his part, right? So. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, he did a good job there, and I guess he's—I guess he does some of the stuff. So it's kind of cool. I thought it was kind of cool. I anyway. saw Hack, Hack saw Ridge. Oh yeah, this weekend too. Finally, what do you think? Um, I tell you, Glenn was saying how much it's better than uh, uh, Saving, Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan. I disagree. Really? Saving uh, Private I mean, look, Ryan. Is we all know that Glenn. Every movie he sees, think he thinks is the best movie of whatever <laughs> genre it's in. <laughs> and that's, that's a standard sort of thing here. It goes back decades. It was a really good story. I love the story. You know, it was good, but yeah. it was not. It Saving was Private good, Ryan. but not Saving Private. But that's and that's not a bad standard. I mean, it was no, nominated it for not. Best Picture. Correct. Um, and it was a Mel Gibson movie, which Correct. they did not want to give a nomination to Mel Gibson. And he, I heard an so, interview with him talk about uh, how uh, the difference between making Hacksaw and, say, Braveheart, you know, the difference in money, the difference in time, the di- you know, because it was an indie film. Sure. And he talked about how, you know, that was, you know, he had so much more money for Braveheart than he did for Hacksaw. And they did uh, quite a bit more in Hacksaw than they did Braveheart. He was just, it was just a fascinating interview. Hmm. But the the war scenes and everything seemed a little... I don't know. They were they were graphic, 
but it didn't feel as real to me as as Saving Private Ryan did. You know when they open up that that boat mm-hmm. right there on the oh. shore as Man of Saving Private Ryan? It just that always that feels so real, and it never. I don't know, it never hit me as real there on Hacksaw Ridge. That scene is one of the most amazing scenes it sure ever is. put on film. I know. Uh, because you just see how impossible what they were trying right. to do was. And it, and it was for them, too, in yeah. Okinawa, mm-hmm. where Hacksaw Ridge took place. Mm-hmm. You know, where this Hacksaw Ridge, I mean, it was an impossible situation that we ended up prevailing. And, and in no small measure because of this guy. Oh, but uh, Spoiler alert, we prevailed? Oh, yeah, sorry. Unbelievable, I haven't seen it yet. Um mm. Yeah, it's World War II. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I know. How does it turn out? I don't, now I know, right? We won, we won didn't we? We won. I'm we sorry. Won. Yeah, we won. The whole war or just this whole, battle? The whole war. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> whole stinking war. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on this note, by the way, uh, this is incredible. Uh, Get Out, this movie. We played the, played the preview of it last oh, week. Yeah. Remember this? All yeah, right. that's the, that's the racist, uh, yeah, the racist yeah. horror movie. Right? Racist horror movie. So black guy goes with his white girlfriend to the parents' house. He doesn't realize that they're basically killing a lot of black people there. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> give me the premise. Um, so uh, the movie uh, is, um, has a 100% Rotten Tomatoes rating. Oh, oh my gosh. 100%. Really? Now, from critics? The, the most, yeah, from critics. The most annoying... Uh, Meryl Streep in the 1700s about women's rights movie mm-hmm. does not get 100%. Like, right. most movies do not. The only time you ever really see it is when it's a small release and there's only a few critics who review it. Yes, um, that's very So true. we're talking about 100% reviews from a mainstream wide release of a horror movie, of all things. 100%. The movie this weekend brought in over $30 million. The, um, uh, it was shot in less than a month for $4.5 million. Okay. Oh, nice. uh, this is oh another, my gosh. another Blumhouse movie. Wow. Um, is it really? Yeah, another one. Um, Shh, he's good, man. Listen to this. This is. Uh, he's got the system. Listen yeah, to this stat. To make a hit. You want to talk about a great stat if you're in, if you're in business? Get Out debuted to 30.5 million. Is the eighth the eighth Blumhouse p- production to make more than six times its production budget <laughs> in the opening, opening weekend. weekend. Oh, man. He's had eight movies that have made six man. times the budget in the first weekend. That's, That's pretty great. That is a that good is stat. That's a stat you want. Not only that, but Split, his other movie, oh, with huge. M. Night Shyamalan still in the top ten, it brought in this weekend $4.1 million. It's up to $130.8 million. It cost $9 million to make. And they were saying in this article that $9 million is a big budget. Uh, for, for them, him. because they don't yeah. do, I think it's over five million unless it's a sequel or some scene is. I guess that one is kind of seen as a sequel, and they, they for a couple of reasons. Uh, if you saw, you know, one of them, another one is mm-hmm. is uh, the visit they had already done with him, um, which was the movie that came out oh, the year right. before and also did huge numbers. Um, so kind of interesting uh, that that uh, I mean that is a big thing, and the and the best part about him because they talk about in 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 uh, for Blumhouse they talk about it as. Like they're t- looking at it now as like the new Pixar, like it's like the new yeah. like the new name well, brand. Be. I mean, we talked about. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but I sure as heck remember talking uh, between us off the air about uh, that's the game plan to have. I mean, it's, the, the, it's great. Oh, it's, here's your money. You yeah. have a movie. Bring me the movie. Yes, we can do that. 
here's your money. Go make the movie. Go make the movie, and we'll, you know, and once and it's done, we'll decide so what we're going to do. So creative freedom for the artists, so they don't mind having a smaller budget because they get to do what they want to do. When you're done, and we'll then, decide what we're going to do. And it. they make plenty of money afterwards. Um, so they had they talked about one that did not work, which was this gem in the holograms, which is a cartoon from the '80s or whatever okay. that they tried to make into a live action kids movie. But the issue is that, that one they think bombed really, really badly, and it did not do well. But it made three million dollars, and the budget was only five. So even when wow. you miss, you don't miss by much. Um, and you end up, and they'll. And end when up, you win, you win huge. Right, and when, and plus that's missing, but somewhere down the line, you know, they may break even. Right, you and, and I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. You still have videos and video and, on demand. Yeah, and and their their strategy too is is they take these movies and um, when they don't like feel like they're going to be super successful, occasionally you get misses, right? Sure. They just release them to video on demand without huge advertising budgets and can still make their money back. Right. Um, so, I mean, it really is an incredible model. It and sure I, is. And you, get, you have to believe that more people are going to try it. You know, it's really right now just kind of him as a one-man machine just printing money. At some point, usually people are like, you know, we'd like to print some money too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that seems like a good idea. So... All right, uh, 888-727-BECK is the phone number. I uh, want to welcome uh, the Alexa Pure. Uh, th- we talked about the Alexa Pure water uh, filtration system. This one is great as well, the Alexa Pure Breeze. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we have one right here. Um, we do. Uh, and this is, uh, this is the unit. Um, you want to talk about uh, something really cool for your home. Uh, now, they say uh, the air in your home could be as much as five times more polluted than the air outside. Ooh. It's about 150 times if Jeffy lives there. So if Jeffy has been in your home or in Jeffy's home, it could be up to 150 to to 200,000 times as polluted as outside. Uh, Awful. Jeffy's awful in every way. These indoor air pollutants cause serious uh, problems, uh, and they could make your allergies worse, uh, asthma, cardiovascular conditions, and more. Um, Death. People that might get your death worse? It could kill you dead. Oh, okay. It could kill you dead. So you're saying it could kill you dead. It's another side effect. Okay. Kill you dead. That one's not approved by the Alexa Pure Breeze. They did not say that you're going to die. <laughs> but they might. I guess if you have cardiovascular issues, it could easily right. lead to that. But the, our friends at Alexa Pure have developed the solution to that nasty air. And it is this purifier, the Breeze Air Purifier. This thing is awesome. Again, it's, it's another one of those products that they worked on for a really long time to make sure it's exactly right. Because you can get air filters it filter out, you know, uh, I don't know, if there's steak in the air, it'll it'll trap that. <laughs> steak in the air? It's got to be big, yeah. Okay. Like, it's got to be a big, like a big piece of meat. It'll filter that out of the air. Mm. But it, it won't get the, you know, the other little stuff that sneaks through and causes all the allergies and all of that stuff. Little steaks. Yes, <laughs> right. Not even the little steak will it, but this does. Yeah, it's a four-stage filtration process, uh, including an advanced true uh, HEPA filter, which I don't know what the hell I that is. I love a true HEPA uh, filter. But whatever There's it is, is better. I will tell you that it has a little indicator to kind of tell you, hey, mm-hmm. we've located some crap we're taking out of the air. Uh, and when you first turn this thing on, you won't believe yeah. how much crap you have in your air. Now, eventually yeah. it starts cleaning it up, and, and, and then you don't, it's not on as often. Um, but it's amazing because it will find, it finds everything. This is why it's the top-of-the-line model, um, and it's great. Uh, from Alexa Pure. Get yours today from Alexa Pure Breeze for just one ninety nine ninety five, under 200 bucks, and start breathing easier. Call 888-895-7746, 888-895-7746, or go online and get alexapure.com. Alexa, it's getalexapure.com. Go there now.
Hi. Welcome, Pat and Stu, Triple H727 Beck. So, so as promoted earlier today. Oh yeah, the douche uh, hall of the douche hall of fame grand have nozzle. The grand nozzle vote for. Can you say that, Chris Jeffy? Can you say grand nozzle? Mm-hmm. He uh, he deserves it. Uh, again, his uh, tweet of saying that it was the twelve-year-old because here's the quote, and again, there's some uh, sensitive language here, uh, where she, someone said, "Hey, uh, am I supposed? To, what am I supposed to do if my twelve-year-old is you know is you know has to look at a penis of someone in a in a uh, locker room?" And he said, "Well, maybe that's the problem of your of your of the twelve-year-old or his into- her intolerant dad. Teach tolerance." <laughs> tolerance of penises? Uh, wow, you, you want a 12-year-old is... girl to be tolerant of a penis? I think as a father, mm-hmm. one of your main jobs in life is to make them as intolerant of a penis until they're 18 as possible. I would, I would, I would even vote for uh, some fathers believe after 18. Yeah, maybe marriage uh, maybe. would be a good line <laughs> yeah. for that. I know that's outdated, but uh, maybe that's a <laughs> yes. good line for that. I can tell you it's a lot higher than 12. Uh, <laughs> be incredibly yes. intolerant of that, please. Uh... Chris Cuomo, does he have children? Yes, he does. He has, uh, looks like he has three children, two of which seem to be girls. Wow. I wonder if he's okay with that. Uh-huh. Okay, so somebody walks into the, the locker room in your, in your child's locker room. They're getting undressed. It's a man, but he perceives himself or identifies that day as a woman. And he starts taking off his pants and his, his man unit falls out. You don't care. You don't care, Chris Cuomo? Really? I see. I don't believe that. Well, I, I will that. say, uh, Chris would one hundred percent confidently tell you that he does not care about that. Why? Because Chris Cuomo is a very interesting figure in that he constantly backs himself into weird corners and, and will then never him. admit that it's a mistake yeah. ever. He just stands there and just defends the indefensible for as long as he can take it. So today, he was out there actively attacking Ben Ferguson about this, uh, saying that it was myth... What an interesting word. Mythology. He said it was mythology to believe a girl who identifies as a boy, as a teenager, by the way, a child, um, is actually a girl. That's mythology. You believe in this, is anti, these, this, this mythology. I mean, mythology is such an amazing thing because mm-hmm. really... Let's be honest about it. Even if we want to say, hey, you know, we're going to accept everybody who believes they identify as anything else, there's a mythology in that. We're creating the idea that you can convert uh, genders afterwards. We're doing, and to prove that, we're doing medical, we're we're providing medical steps to that end. Uh, As Chris pointed out, uh, she is getting testosterone so that she can, what was the word they used? Um... Uh, replicate. 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 Thank you, Pat. Replicate what it would be like if she was a boy. Mm-hmm. Well, if she was a boy, you wouldn't need to replicate it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we. Uh, so we're taking a step here. We're changing. And look, you want to have that? That's fine. Sex change mm-hmm. is a whole other thing like that. You know, you want to have a, a sex change operation? Well, an operation might, you know, like you can have that. However, we're, we are engaging in a change. And that's a real change. And we're doing that. Like, that's, that is the thing that is uh, outside of uh, the factual world we used to live in, mm-hmm. um, not us, not someone who's saying, "Wait a minute, look, you can you can try to accommodate all you want, but you can't let her r- r- uh, take testosterone and then wrestle girls." But they did. They did, and he's all about that. So today, uh, we're putting Chris Cuomo's name in as a nominee for the douche. Hall of Fame Grand Nozzle. Yes, now he's already in the um, Douche Hall of Fame. So he's already there. He, where this is just for being Grand Nozzle. And the, the, 
Uh, it's an honorary post. The level you have to hit is a little bit lower because he's already in the Douche Hall of Fame at 95%. Now the, the level to obtain the nozzle position is 75%. So are we ready on the vote? And we should Jeffy? be clear here, by the way, um, the uh, current Grand Nozzle uh, is Harry Reid. Hey, you know, you said that. Gone now. We did a vote on that. We took a vote yeah, on that, and he passed it. He got the 75%. And then, mm-hmm. but I guess one of the websites wasn't updated. Or no, that's what I was saying because then, then Donald Trump was the. Yeah, grand he didn't model. get there. No, he didn't get there. Then it was Harry Reid, then Trump, then back to Reid. Mm-hmm. It okay. was Trump for a time. Um, no, I know that. I but just, we, uh, remember, we made a big deal about that about how look, he's president now. We're supposed to be, you know, uh, judging him by what he does. It's, but it's not he, a good look. And, and he made the seventy-five percent threshold. Yeah, Reid made the seventy-five percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. Reid is the current. Uh, okay. it you know, I would not be. Look, I'm, I don't live and die by this stuff. It's possible. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember this correctly, but I do remember we made a big deal about changing I, it to Reed. And I, and I, um, but now he's retired. So Chris Cuomo is, you know, because what what is the douche hall of fame grand nozzle? I mean, is it really meaningful? The answer to that, of course, is yes. Yes. In every way, of course it is. Um, but it's really it's an honorary position to sort of look at one of the douches from the douche hall of fame, who's particularly act, uh, active in the news of the day. To kind of like, you know, it's almost it's the, public the, extra mile. the public face. Go, go mm-hmm. on the extra mile for the uh, Douche Hall of Fame. You're sort of the spokesperson for the Douche Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So for go to theblaze.com. Mm-hmm. All right, theblaze.com. Go to theblaze.com. Slash the feed. Slash the feed. Or you should be able to go to uh, patentstew.com. I don't know if still, still Is that still active? Just, just go to theblaze.com. Yes, And just click on it there. and That will take you to the feed. Okay. And that's where you'll vote. Now, I think we should maybe play. Um, uh, we have a video clip here to play right, for you. And then we'll oh, come good. back. We'll yeah, come yeah, back yeah, and yeah. Let, pe- let people get a chance yes. to actually go there. Theblaze.com slash the feed or patentstew.com. Um, and we'll give you a little taste of the Blaze's coverage of the Oscars, which is a little bit different. Uh, the <laughs> the uh, Snowflake Awards uh, were the uh, actual event held here at the Blaze. Uh, Doc Thompson, Tommy Lahren uh, uh, hosting that. Uh, but we figured we'd give you a little bit of a taste of it, uh, and in particular, a couple of cameos of uh, adults you might recognize. Watch. I'm Stubergear, backstage at the 2017 annual Snowflake Awards. We're just a few minutes away from the start of the big show. Coming up tonight, you will see some of Hollywood's biggest snowflakes, like Matt Damon, Amy Schumer, Miley Cyrus, and Michael Moore, who has been nominated for a record three flakies, even though he's completely irrelevant and has been for a decade. Here's some background regarding the flakies. The Snowflake Trophy will be awarded in five categories tonight, plus a Lifetime Achievement Award. So it's, it's actually six categories. If you go to snowflakeawards.com, you can see all the nominees and all the six categories, because there's six, not five. If you'd like to comment throughout the show, join us on Twitter, at Snowflake Awards, and use the hashtag, TheFlakies. As the snowflakes make their way into the Grand Hall, let's go straight to the red carpet, which is actually pink, where we're joined by the guy who sells more food freeze dryers than anyone in America, Brad Staggs. Brad, what are you wearing tonight? Never mind, I'm just glad it's something. Who do you have out there? Oh, oh, Stu, the, the name, huge names. We're waiting on several of them. To, I mean, a lot of big names that you'd recognize if I said them. <laughs> I mean, such a big, big night, a star-studded event. Can you give us a shot of the crowd there, Brad? Uh, I'd love to. to, to <laughs> I'm having tr- trouble hearing you, Stu. I think we're having some technical difficulties out here. Come, uh, go back to you, Stu. Okay, I think we've reconnected with Brad Staggs on the very light red carpet. Brad? 
Okay, Brad, we're still having some uh, tech issues. Uh, so now let's look at this. No one wants to be a snowflake. No one wants a snowflake to be triggered. But safe spaces are only making the problem worse. Therapists often help mentally deranged individuals, like our nominees, get over their fears with exposure therapy. Throw them in the pool and see if they can swim. And if they can't, just walk away slowly. In that spirit, every nominee in attendance will receive a desensitivity training swag bag. It includes, and I have one right here. This is amazing. It includes uh, a Bible. That's a book. For those in Hollywood... We have, uh, ooh, a Constitution class, homeschooling. Uh, pretty cool. You've got, uh, ooh, a seven-day Caribbean cruise with Ted Cruz, which doesn't even sound good to Heidi Cruz. Um, we've got, ooh, a pair of NFL tickets right here mm-hmm, to a game in Washington, D.C., uh, an honorary degree to Trump University, and, and an uh, autographed picture of Glenn Beck. Per Glenn's request. We just had a lot of extras. I think we've connected with Brad Staggs now. Is that right? On the carnation pink carpet? Brad? Okay, uh, it appears we're still experiencing some technical issues. Um, as we uh, work through the glitches, let's look at some Twitter questions right now. At Snowflake Awards and hashtag the Flakies. Has Doc ever hosted a major award show? Uh, No, but he does self-identify as a major awards host. Is Tommy as nice off the air as she is on the air? I don't don't know. Girls won't talk to me. Uh, Will a Snowflake Awards be an annual event? Uh, Yes, provided you're willing to give us the money to do them. Get your own Snowflake Award. I can't believe they're having me hawk their stupid crap at dnctrophy.com. Brad has some people arriving now. Brad? <laughs> Welcome to the Flakies. This isn't the Korean spa? Oh, no, that's, uh, that's a couple stoplights down. It's on the right big, big white building down there. It's, oh, well, it's, thank you, dude. Thank, thank you. It's... Oh, it looks like we have one of our celebrities arriving. Hang on a second. Do you have just a second to talk to them uh, about the Flake? Welcome, Welcome to the... Uh, back to you, Stu. Okay, uh, as you can see, Brad is, is hard at work, but unfortunately, we've run out of time. Ladies, gentlemen, and those of a gender to be named later, without further ado, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome you to the 2017 Snowflake Awards. A long, long time ago, do you all remember, we were knee-deep in debate, and we had one candidate who said that he couldn't make us great, a thing we haven't had in quite a while, but Donald Trump's inauguration forced a left-wing agitation. Protests out in the street They can't believe they'd been beat They went into their zones to hide And safety pins were then supplied And all the tears broadcast worldwide The day 
the snowflakes cry So bye-bye to the tears in your eye First Obama, then your mama told you it'd be all right You better grab a blankie and just squeeze it real tight These people need to get a real life Grow up, snowflake, get a real life Triple eight seven two seven back. Hey, it is Pat and Stu, uh, and you know the blob, of course, as usual. Um, um, you have a problem? Yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, well, you're just gonna, was it Mr. Blob? You want you trying to go by that? Oh, no? as a matter of fact, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. That's Mr. Mr. Blob fine. to us. <laughs> Show this blob okay. a little respect. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, sorry. we're going to talk a little bit about uh, you know Mr. Como. Uh, let's get him in as a, as a grand nozzle before you oh, move right. on. That's right. I know you good got point. lost in your little mm-hmm. in your little snowflake haze. Yes, I yes I did from the flakies. But uh, we right. got we got grand nozzle to take care of. Okay, grand nozzle vote. Should Chris Cuomo, based on his uh, recent transgender bathroom uh, bizarreness, be the new grand nozzle of the douche hall of fame? And the voting begins right about. In fact, exactly now. <laughs> Interesting way to. Uh, uh, yes. Interesting way to build that up there, by the way. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Kind of the, uh, you just pulled the rug out from under. Everyone was like, oh, I'm going to wait until. Oh my God, it's time! That was. Yeah. That was, I could hear a collective version of that going you on. You heard a little panic? Yes. And then, uh, bang, we're there. It's funny because Chris Cuomo, you know. Like you know, sometimes Harry he can Reed. be a reasonable yeah, at some, person. At times he's okay, actually. Yeah. It's a weird. He's a weird combo. Like he's, you know, Alan Grayson is never okay. Uh, Harry Reid is never, never okay. okay. Uh, these are horrible, horrible people. Um, where Chris Cuomo is just like, I feel like he gets in these moments where he's very defensive of some weird position he's taken and just can't bail himself out. He can't bring himself to say, wow, I screwed that one up. Right. Or that's not what I meant. I meant something completely different. Uh, and you know, I shouldn't have said it that way. It's it's always like some weird justification and push as hard as he can. All right, the voting um, is over now. So 75% is the uh, standard, correct, Jeffy? That's correct. All right. Uh, do we or do we not have a new grand nozzle of uh, the we, douche Hall of Fame? We do not. Oh, <gasps> What? We do not. Really? He we didn't make 75%? No, he did not. What wow. did he get? 60%. <laughs> 60%. Ah. 60 now, I mean, I will say, I, I did right. get some pushback when I was Whatever. suggesting this earlier today, uh, referencing uh, what we call the uh, relevance clause. Now, really? I, look, I don't know. I mean, we'd have to look at the, into the annals of the uh, Federalist Papers of the Douche Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, he's already relevant enough to be in the Douche Hall of Fame. Oh, sure. Um, so the question is, would he be uh, elevated? I don't know if some of the pushback on it was because of that. I mean, he didn't have uh, a huge—it was basically this rant um, about uh, this transgendered issue. I mean, he's, I would say, a straight-out activist on this issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's on air, mm-hmm. posing as a journalist, and he's an activist on the issue. Which, yeah. I mean, look, we all have our, our personal beliefs. Journalists are people. They believe things. They, uh, but, I mean, you're supposed to have some sort of, you know, trying to at least seem— 
like you're balanced on the issue or understand mm-hmm. the other side. The weird thing about Cuomo and is, and this is something I've listened, you know, over the the you know, last couple of years where I've you know seen the show because and sometimes I listen on the way in in the morning um, on XM, and he's. Uh, he, I think he prides himself in trying to be the tough guy on both sides. So, like, sometimes there'll be a liberal on, and, and you'll hear him making points you know he doesn't actually believe um, that are on the conservative side because he's trying to push back with the best points from the conservative side. So I don't mind that. This is different, though. I mean, he's, he's yeah. uh, seemingly a real activist on this one. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that changes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, meantime, we've got uh, some interesting, uh, an interesting clip on how Pixar changes their movies for international audiences. Some subtle things (laughs) that you may or may not notice. Uh, Here's a look. An alternative option to translation is to replace the words all together with images, making that particular moment read more universally. The English version of Up features a money jar with Paradise Falls written on it. The international version, however, has an image of Paradise Falls instead. Rather than translating Paradise Falls into several languages, the image automatically makes it comprehensible on a global scale. This is the same treatment used in Monsters University. Rather than translating the scare games, animators replaced it with Greek letters. The same applies to Randall's cupcakes. Faces are drawn on the cupcakes for the international version. International viewers, however, will miss out on the quick gag that you see here. Oh no. What's especially interesting is when the changes you see are a direct reflection of culture. For instance, animators replaced broccoli with bell peppers in the Japanese version of Inside Out, since broccoli is widely enjoyed in Japan. On a similar note, when Riley's dad is daydreaming, the American version shows a hockey game being played. In the international version, this has been changed to soccer since it is a much more popular sport around the world. Oh, it's a communist game, and everybody knows that. And so they replaced it. No, it's a much an more, American game with a, with a communist. It's game. a much more popular game mm-hmm. around the world. It's a communist game, and that's why they replaced uh, hockey with uh, <laughs> soccer. Um, actually, I'm not a huge hockey fan either. No, since that's a Canadian game, but uh, it's okay. Baseball it's, it's better be the than well, they were from yeah. up. They were from up north, right? From Minnesota or whatever. That's where they were from. They'd moved to San Francisco. That's she true. was up. Right. That's moved, right. Right. Yes. And she but still, uh, and, I, and I don't remember all the details of the movie. But like, if you're going to pick a sport that plays internationally and plays in America, you pick baseball. Baseball, baseball is a big sport all over the world, and it plays all over. Um, but the kid was, now, if you pick football, I could see that being a problem. <laughs> But if it's an Olympic hockey? sport, you can pretty well guess it's international, right? That's why we don't play American football in the Olympics. That's why we do play, or they're about to bring back baseball into the Olympics. Yeah, that was a weird one to take out. Yeah, it was. Place. I don't know yeah, why. Really but. weird. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Apparently, the average life expectancy is about to break ninety years old in some parts of the world. Well, by twenty thirty. So we still have another. 13 years on that. And that's, that's uh, you ever hear life expectancy? It's life expectancy at birth. So that does not mean people who are alive today are going to live to 90. It means people yeah. who are born today are going to live to 90. Are likely to live 90 years mm-hmm. on average. Um, and that, that will happen in South Korea, for instance, uh, by then. Their life expense, expectancy of a baby born today is 82 already. That places them 11th globally. In 13 years... The female life expectancy is set to surpass uh, 90. South Korea ahead of current world leaders like Japan, Switzerland, and Singapore. Uh, Usually it tells us where we are. Okay, we're 31st overall. And I'm not sure why that is. 
They don't really, and it's probably because we're so evil. Uh, Is that why? No, usually a life expectancy comes down to uh, accidents. Um, We have a lot more traffic accidents than other parts of the country because we drive a hell of a lot more. Yeah. Um, And also... uh, uh, Heart disease, that kind of thing. um, Yeah, I think part of that, but it's also um, violence and stuff as well. Yes. Um, You know, that does, uh, because we have a higher murder rate than uh, in other areas of the world. Guns! 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 But I mean, we do have uh, some really nasty city areas uh, where guns are almost exclusively illegal, but still somehow exist. Um, uh, So, yes, uh, uh, that's part of it, uh, as well as, you're right, heart disease and and, and other factors. I mean, our health system is not bad. That's how they try to blame the health system. Oh, we have a lower life expectancy. That's not, doesn't say, I mean, getting in a car accident going 90 miles an hour down some highway that doesn't exist in France is not a... uh, Did the doctor save him? If if you hit 90, you run in your car, your Volkswagen Beetle into a bridge abutment going 90. And the doctor can't save you. Doesn't that say a lot about our health system here in America? Mm-hmm. In Cuba, they, you would have been saved. In Botswana, they would have been saved. So, yes. <laughs> nice try to cover up uh, America's deficiencies there, Stu. I but tried. it didn't work. They could theoretically have pieced them back together <laughs> and, you know, or made them just return from the dead. That's right. Another, another, exactly. I know uh, Walking Dead's working on that. Let's real quick uh, check out this sassy video of Trump uh, where he was uh, <laughs> apparently sassy. At a press conference last week. Here's a look. Regardless, if you look at the RNC, (laughs) we had a very strong, at my suggestion, and I give Ryan's great credit for this. He's really funny. At my suggestion, (laughs) because I know something about this world, I said I want a very strong defensive mechanism. I don't want to be hacked. And we did that. And you have seen that they tried to hack us and they failed. (laughs) So I know when you're telling the truth and when you're not. I just see many, many untruths full thing. Tell you what else I see, I see tone. You know the word tone? <laughs> the tone is such hatred. <laughs> I'm really not a bad person, by the way. No, but the tone is such... I do get the ratings, you have to admit that. The tone <laughs> is such hatred. so good. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, it works perfectly. Uh, yeah. I don't it, care who you are. You can does. be the biggest Trump supporter in the world. That works perfectly. Still funny. Um, it, it's interesting. <laughs> One of the other things I would point out from that clip, other than just it being funny, is <clears throat> he, it's weird. Like, do you know the word tone? Mm-hmm. Mm. They all know the word tone. We're all, we know what tone means. <laughs> Do you know, like, do you think these journalists are unfamiliar with the word tone? I. So he just has so, the strangest mannerisms. Yeah, he really ah, does. I just, he really does. It really has nothing to do with his presidency. Uh, he could be the greatest president of all time and still say things like, do you know the word tone? It's just such a weird way to communicate. Strange. More patents, too, coming up. Oh, we got a Spoons episode today <gasps> again. Uh, nice. And I think... Ah, we're back to Oreos. I think there's cookies involved. I saw three new Oreo flavors that are coming out that I know we're going to taste test. Okay. They were like breakfast flavored. Very excited. Yes. Wait, what's coming soon? Jelly donut, waffles. Ooh. uh, Wow. Ah, it's that time of year. We're getting close to Easter, which means lots of Easter stuff. And peeps. 
Peeps are here, and Peeps Oreos are here as well. There's a bunch of new Peeps flavors, by the way, including Fruit Punch Peeps that I saw. Um, wow. We're gonna try those. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, that's the little packaging there. A little the, the pink cream in the inside. I don't know if this is normal Oreo cream. Again, uh, Oreo cookies. So innovative. They're always doing something wacky like this. You know. So. And didn't you say they have uh, more flavors, like breakfast flavors, coming out? Yeah. They waffle have, uh, Oreos wa or something? waffle and syrup was one of them. Wow. Ooh, gonna... bet you that's good. Mm. Um, that's that's one of them, and then uh, also uh, mm -hmm. jelly donut. I saw it was one of them. That sounds really good. I mean, yeah, like no, I haven't tried the cream. I yet. just did I mean, the this outside is just a gold, normal gold, golden Oreo shell. Yeah. That's what we're gonna we're gonna lead off with that. Um, I wouldn't say there's any difference there. <laughs> okay, these are supposed to be peep flavored, then, right? Mm -hmm. The the sauce, <laughs> the cream. Mm -hmm. Big big sugar crystals in there. Interestingly, like the outside of a peep. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty good. Actual chunks of. Like sugar crystal. Yeah, I mean, so unlike cre uh, unlike Peeps, there's nothing animal product yeah, actually, in this. Yeah, yeah, this is not uh, as far as I know. Like looking at the ingredients, I have. none of those important to anybody outside of me. So, um, mm -hmm. so I say is that the cream is interesting. It's a different texture than a normal Oreo, mm -hmm. and that tastes like normal Oreo cream with a little marshmallow flavor type thing to it. But the um, sugar crystals, big sugar crystals inside, change the texture. I will say though, when you, when you eat it in its full context. With the golden Oreo shell, yeah, it just tastes like it doesn't taste like much of a it, it, much different than any normal golden Oreo. <clears throat> yeah, eh, no, maybe a strawberry that. flavored. It's kind of an icky aftertaste. Hmm. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, mm. you like them, Jeffy? You like them? Mm. Jeffy likes them. Um, what he would likes you? Any, anybody could approve them, maybe? Would there be a what's up? Would there be a mechanism you could think of that would it might improve the experience? Well. No, but I will say that I was disappointed over the weekend that uh, I had a big recall from GNC's uh, ultra mega, ultra mega time release dietary supplement. They recalled the whole thing, the 180 count containers. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know why? Why? An undeclared major food allergen, milk. <laughs> anyway, these Oreos are pretty good. It's a long, long. I road. know it's a long way to get there for the job. Long. I, thought, way. I didn't think it to be that long. Long way to the road, ma'am. Well, yeah. well, I, I don't long know. Road. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I, I, I really like these. I, I don't say, really either. Yeah, and look, they're Oreos. The cookies are good. They're fine. They would be better with milk. They're sort of a bitter aftertaste. To me, maybe it's just me. You guys don't seem to be experiencing mm. that. No, no. But I would get mm. this one uh, low on my scale. I'd say. Uh, Seven on a scale of one to eighteen. What? Yeah. I'll give it, I'll give it an eight. But I wouldn't buy them. I would not buy these myself. Now, I mean, I like marshmallow flavored stuff, like you know. But I, I oh, I love marshmallow flavored stuff. But I, I, there's not a strong marshmallow taste. No, there's not. I don't think there's not a marshmallow taste. No, at all. more of the more they tried to get the outer coating instead of the marshmallows. Right, stuff. but but in the cookie, you don't actually even sense it. I right. mean, when you're biting yeah. into it, like you don't get the big sugar crystals when you're biting them through the cookie. I mean, uh, when you taste the cream by itself, you get a little marshmallow and a little a little crystals. But I'll tell you something, they're trying. I mean, they're again, they're yeah. innovating. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's pretty good. I gotta they're give innovating. What maybe, would you give them? Hey, you know, maybe a little over a nine, a little over a nine, or something like that. Maybe you a know, little, maybe, over. maybe a little over a ten, closer to ten, maybe double digit. Well, maybe double three digits, a little over ten. Double oh, three, three digits. digits. So now you're talking a hundred. It only goes to eighteen. <laughs> oh, douche. ten point, ten wow. point zero. That's three. God, okay. he's stupid. <laughs> bye bye.